Hey everybody, Josh Sigurdsson of World Alternative Media here, and as the U.S. finally compensates people injured by COVID-19 vaccines, um, which by the way, uh, it, it just barely are they actually compensating people, and most of these pharmaceutical corporations are completely above any kind of law because they are the law. Um, and of course, the U.S. government was involved in a huge eugenics operation. But as we actually see some pushback, as we see some people waking up, we are seeing some absolute bombshells come out this out of the expose. Government reports prove COVID vaccine has killed hundreds of thousands weekly and confidential Pfizer documents prove your government knew it would happen. And we're going to kind of get into this today because obviously, you know, we, we already know that the government knew it would happen. We already know that this is all um, a plan to help depopulate and also create a litmus for things like 15 minute cities later on. Of course, uh, technocracy, cashless society, all that kind of stuff. But when we have the proof in the pudding right in front of us, it really it, it needs to get out there. People need to know. Um, basically, everyone I talk to these days that got injected regretted and hate themselves for it. Um, I, however, most of the people I meet were not injected. Like wherever I go, in, in the most unusual places, Canada, most people I talk to weren't injected, which really tells you that those numbers are really faulty. Um, you know, in, in Arizona where I am, obviously, but I was just in New York, same thing. And then I was in the UK, same thing. I was throughout Amsterdam, places like that. Um, France, Italy, same thing. Everyone I talked to was either unvaccinated for the most part or injected with one or two and hate themselves for it. And by the way, it's not even a vaccine. It's just an injection. We shouldn't be calling it a vaccine. And COVID-19 has never been isolated from a single human being ever. It's only been cultured in vera monkey kidney cells and compared to a computer simulation. So it's important to throw that into the mix as well. But point is, there's a vast awakening happening. Now, it doesn't mean that we should all go, oh, our job's over now. It's all good. Yeah, everyone's awake. No, it's going to get way worse before it gets better. And people are, st are still probably not going to do much about all the stuff that's happening. But it tells us that we will eventually win. Good overcomes evil eventually. They have to finish building the Tower of Babel before it can fall. So we're going to go into this story today. And there's a lot of studies mixed into this, by the way. Just so much information to actually take in, but we're not going to read everything that it says in the article, but we're going to show you some charts. We're going to show you some examples. We are seeing some of the most insane revelations coming out. Before we get into that, my friends, I urge you to check those links below. We have rncstore.com, Richardson Nutritional Center, your source for Laetril online, made famous by G. Edward Griffin's book, World Without Cancer. Get your apricot seeds, Laetril, amygdalin, and vitamin B17 there. Very important stuff going forward. And protect your energy by going to Lion Energy, getting a lithium battery, solar generator, solar power, there's solar, solar panels. Save yourself versus the control collapse of the energy grid today. All you have to do is go down to that link. You get great savings on that. And then finally, check out heavensharvest.com for long-term storable foods that are non-GMO. Heirloom seeds, water filtration and storage, and books on how to get started. Use code WAM, W-A-M, and you get free shipping on much of those products. And even if you don't qualify, I still urge you to use code WAM, W-A-M. Again, this could save you from the coming mRNA-infused food rations that they're going to force people in by control collapsing the, uh, the supply chain. Do not wait until it's too late. Save your family. Save yourself today. This is the best way to evade the Great Reset is independence. We should have always known that all along. Anyways, 
Check those links in the description. This out of the expose, as I mentioned. Government reports prove COVID vaccine, quote unquote, has killed hundreds of thousands weekly and confidential Pfizer documents prove your government knew it would happen. And as the article goes into it says, you may find some of the following claims initially hard to believe, but we can assure you that each and every one has been extracted from official government approved documents. If you're willing to read on, then you're about to stumble on the most comprehensive selection of evidence that proves COVID-19 vaccination is in effect causing mass depopulation and your government knew it would happen. We will reference each and every document for you to fact check the claims yourself, it says. Excess death. Europe is recording excess deaths against uh, the 2016 to 2019 average on a weekly basis and has been all year. Eurostat is a statistical office for the European Union responsible for publishing high-quality Europe-wide statistics and indicators that enable comparison between countries and regions. By the way, they don't publish all of it, though. Again, just remember, everything is a bit crazier than it even looks on the crazy, with the crazy numbers that we're seeing coming out of the government. It says the following chart is taken from Eurostat's website and was published on the 13th of October, 2022. It shows excess mortality across Europe for the month of August. And it is pretty insane. By the way, we've already exposed the fact that every single um, year, even with less people getting injected, more injected people are dying and at a faster rate, at a higher excess, which tells you that it's a ticking time bomb. Week 21 of 2021 was when the emergency order came in. Previous to that week, so far, the first 21 weeks of that year, there was a negative amount of deaths in, in, in the United States. When we got past that week 21 mark, as we've illustrated before with a lot of charts, um, including from the expose, it showed that we got as far up as a 5,000% increase in excess deaths in some months. An enormous feat to just happen by coincidence. So, of course, we're not that dumb, but it's important to add these things in here. It says the above isn't a one-off. It's the same old story all year, but nobody is talking about it. The following chart shows excess mortality in Europe for the month of June. And you could see massive numbers. Look at Spain. I mean, that is insane. You got Norway up there. You got, I mean, some serious numbers coming out of places like Norway. And, of course, Spain and Greece. Um, going down here, shows monthly excess mortality in May 2022. Wow. Look at, look at Iceland. And then you have Portugal. Greece is just over the top. Insane. And, of course, it says we're all, uh, also seeing thousands of excess deaths every week across Europe, England, and Wales. The Office for National uh, Statistics, ONS, publishes weekly figures on deaths registered in England and Wales. The following chart, created by the Office for National Statistics, ONS, show the number of deaths per week up to 16 September 2022 compared to the five-year average and approves the trend of weekly excess deaths in 2022 began towards the end of April. And you see here, figure one, total deaths from all causes were above the five-year average in week 37. Number of deaths registered by week, England and Wales, 28 December 2019 to 16 September 2022. A huge difference. It's impossible for people to actually look the other way and claim that there's, uh, there's some kind of coincidence going on here. Coincidence theorists are the most paranoid of all. It says... 
because a graph provided by the ONS is poor for dissecting the death figures, we downloaded the official ONS figures on deaths, which you can do so yourself, uh, which they have linked in the article, and, it, and created charts to uncover the true severity of the situation since April 2022. The following chart shows the number of excess deaths each week between week 16 and week 37 of 2022 compared to the five-year average. Which, I mean, seriously, look at that. Excess deaths in England and Wales week 16 to week 37 of 2022 versus five-year average. I mean, come on. I mean, look at the difference. How can honestly anyone shrug anything like this off? I mean, we all have family members that are still so dumb, head in the sand over this issue. And they say, trust the science, but then you show them science and they just shake it off. Call us crazy. We're the crazy ones for not wanting to inject children with things that are clearly mass murdering them. And another thing that I went over previously, which is the fact that, uh, you know, in in, uh, Taiwan, they did a vaccine study where it showed that of all the kids that that took the injections, 29% of them had some form of heart-related condition. With all causes, adults, etc., um, in Germany, in a German study, it showed one uh, out of 1,001 people, all injected, by the way, 96% of them had some form of blood uh, or pre-blood clot formation and crystallization in their bloodstream. So we're going to pretend that that isn't significant. And that was backed up by an Italian study as well. There's so many studies. Trust the science unless it's not, you know, on the WHO's website. And then... You use government statistics themselves, which a government puts out there, and then they claim that that is uh, not a good source. But it is when they say wearing a mask, you know, walking by yourself through a park is a, is a good, good thing to do. Total, totally great source there. I mean, you have to give your head a shake if people are that dumb. Anyway, continuing on. Says the only week in England and Wales did not record any excess deaths in the 2022 weeks between 16th April and 16th September is week 22. However, this is most likely due to underreporting of deaths due to the, this week being the extended bank holiday weekend for the late Queen Elizabeth II's Platinum Jubilee. <laughs> the worst week for excess deaths during the period was week 19. This was the week ending 15th May, and it saw 2,208 excess deaths across, the, across England and Wales. Since then, the average number of excess deaths per week has equated to 1,145.1, mainly ranging from around 1,000 to 1,700 per week. Wow. The following charts show the overall number of deaths between week 16 and week 37 of 2022 versus the five-year average number of deaths and the overall number of excess deaths in 2022. Look at that. I mean, come on. It's just beyond crazy. It says, sadly, near nearly 26,000 uh, more people have died than expected. But let's return to Europe. Official figures provided by uh, 29 European countries confirm there have been more excess deaths in 2022 across Europe than in 2020 at the height of the COVID-19 pandemic, as well as in as 2021, when a huge swath of deaths occurred following the emergency use authorization of the COVID-19 injections. That's where I mentioned earlier, the week 21. Unfortunately, an analysis shows that the increase in 2022 is due to so many children and young adults now dying on a weekly basis. Euromomo is a European uh, mortality monitoring activity. Um, The organization states that its aim is to detect and measure excess deaths related to seasonal influenza pandemics and other public health threats. 
Official national mortality statistics are provided weekly for from the uh, 29 European countries or subnational regions in the Euromomo Collaborative Network, supported by the European Center for Disease Prevention and Control, ECDC. And the World Health Organization, WHO, and hosted by Staten Serum Institute, Denmark. As of week 37, 2022, Europe has recorded 243,617 excess deaths. During the time frame in 2020, week uh, 0 to 37, there were 233,737 excess deaths recorded. These were mostly labeled as COVID-19 deaths. Just... It's the amount of evidence, my friends. It's just it's overwhelming. During the same time frame in 2021, there were 231,956 excess deaths. A large amount of these will have been labeled as COVID-19 in the winter of 2021, but the COVID-19 injections should have put a stop to both alleged COVID-19 deaths and a huge increase in excess deaths. And you see the red there. Absolutely insane. We're talking a massive increase. It says here, unfortunately, it didn't. By week 37, Europe had officially recorded 9,880 more excess deaths in 2022 than it recorded in 2020 at the height of the pandemic. It has also officially recorded 11,661 more excess deaths in 2022 than it recorded in 2021, despite the fact that there was an alleged huge COVID-19 wave of deaths at the beginning of 2021. The question is why? Well, there is plenty of evidence out there to suggest it's, it is the COVID-19 injections that are now contributing to the significant number of excess deaths, people still, uh, or deaths still occurring, by the way, uh, week on week. It says one in every 73 vaccinated people was dead by May 2022 in England. Uh, the following chart shows the overall number of deaths following COVID-19 vaccination in England between 1st January 2021 and 31st May 2022, based on the figures provided by the ONS. That is significant. And of the so-called COVID-19 deaths, remember, it's all manipulated. So SARS-CoV-2, again, has not been isolated. So they're using PCR tests that cannot test for anything to claim that. So wipe out that 41,117. And also keep in mind that a lot of the non-COVID deaths um, and the COVID-19 deaths, all that, you know, we're talking a lot of heart attacks, a lot of cancers, a lot of things that they never recorded statistically um, as a vaccine-related death. Therefore, that's why this excess death number chart situation is really good because it helps us really envision what exactly was happening. You know, the difference between, again, week 21 of 2021 and week zero and then week 50. The following chart shows the total vaccination uptake versus the total vaccination refusal in England per dose. So you have... Um, the refused overall, which is a green, you had, you have had second refused third, had first refused second and red is accepted. So you look at the dose one people in the green refused. And, uh, remember they were calling any kind of death that they had, um, you know, COVID back then, this is below uh, a major thre- a threshold around 18,000 or 18,911,191, whereas you see for the vaccinated, 44,480,115. Hmm. And then 
you know, we get on to dose two. The people who refused overall in the green, 21,538,363. Um, and then you have the people who fully accepted in the red, 41,852,943. And it, it goes on and on and on. The data in the chart has been extracted from the 65 from page 65 of the UK Health Security Agency Weekly National Influenza and COVID-19 Surveillance Week 27 report. Therefore, based on the fact that 44.48 million people had received at least one dose of COVID-19 vaccines in England and 606,537 deaths um, among the vaccinated, this equates to one in every 73 COVID-19 vaccinated people having sadly died by the end of May 2022. Uh, it shows here COVID-19 vaccines are at least 75 times deadlier than every other vaccine combined. And all you have to do is look at the charts. You have so many, and we've, we've done long form videos on this exact subject. I'm just bouncing to some of the headlines in this article at this point. You could pause it at any time and look at the charts. But nonetheless, it shows here <coughs> mortality rates are lowest among the unvaccinated in every single age group, which becomes clear by this chart. The unvaccinated, the one-dose vaccinated, two-dose, three-dose, um, and then, you know, we have so many other options here. I, I should probably zoom in on this one because it's small print. So we have January, February, March, April, May in the colors here in each one. And you see <coughs> the mortality status here is just unparalleled. Continuing on, <coughs> my apologies, my asthma is acting up today. Which, by the way, fun little quick story for those that don't know. When I was 12 years old, I was running track and field. I was doing very well. I was getting awards for it. And I got a flu shot. Two days earlier, I won a first place. That day, I got the injection, the uh, flu shot. This is decades ago. And then two days later, I wake up unable to breathe, blew in the face, get rushed to the hospital, went about four or five minutes without breathing. And they just say, oh, you have asthma now. And even at the age of 12, <clears throat> I said to them, well, how do I just have asthma now? Well, it happens. Well, what led to it? Well, we, you know, it just happens. I said, well, no, things don't just happen. Autoimmune diseases don't just happen. I said, was it the vaccine? And they're like, oh, no, that's crazy. All these years later, it's pretty clear that it was. And I've been battling it ever since. And this last week or so has been really rough <coughs> as far as my breathing. But you know what? Can't complain too much. A lot of other people who continue to take those puffers and everything just completely destroy their lungs with chemicals, and I've done a lot better than most. But anyway, just when people ask about the whole vaccine issue, I've been talking about this since I was 12 years old. Anyway, continuously looking at all these charts. As I said at the beginning of the video, we're not going through every single one because it's just it's crazy. It takes approximately, it says, five months for COVID-19 vaccination to kill thousands. Well, and we also saw the study that showed um, people who are around 30 years old who had four or five injections were likely to lose 25% of their life. So that's a, a quarter of their lifespan 
So we're talking people dying at like 45, 50 if they were 30 years old and they had their fourth or fifth shot. Just based on the current statistics, which, by the way, every year is getting more and more and more intense. It's, it's, it's tragic, but also play stupid games, win stupid prizes if you're like four or five shots in. My goodness, six shots in. There's people that are seven shots in. You've got to be insane. <coughs> Excuse me. Good old fashion allergies. Anyway, so continuing on here, it shows. I, I love how like totally unprofessional I am. I'm like just coughing, sneezing. But hey, you know what? This is independent media, my friends. Show must go on. It says uh, it, it shows these charts here, just showing the insane increase among the um, vaccinated as far as deaths. Um, so, I mean, it goes without saying that these are correlated. I mean, we're looking at um, what happened now in May 2021 onwards: age standardized mortality rates per 100,000 person year by vaccination. Uh, years, rather, 100,000 person dash years by vaccination status for non-COVID-19 deaths. First May 21 to 30th August 21, Office for National Statistics, and it shows green is the unvaccinated. Um, of course, you know, we have uh, first dose at least 21 days ago in red. Boom, look at those increases. Can Like, again, it's like a giant middle finger on the screen, isn't it? There are people out there. It'll say, oh, well, that's just a coincidence. That much of an increase is a coincidence. Okay. All right. Live in your little echo chamber. Uh, COVID-19 vaccination weakens the immune system. We don't need to go into that. We all know that. goes without saying. You inject yourself with something that destroys the immune system, and your immune system is going to be destroyed. It kind of goes without saying. Nine in every 10 COVID-19 deaths in 2022 have been among the vaccinated population. Now, that's of just illness in general, because PCR tested dot test for uh, COVID. Um, they, you know, they're 96% false positive. They're at 40 cycles or more, which most are. And the, you know, they literally are not designed to test for a specific illness. Now, COVID-19 again is not, has not been isolated. So how could they possibly look for COVID? So what it should say is nine in every 10 illness deaths in 2022 have been among the vaccinated population. Which is, by the way, insane. And that's all from the office for Na- UK's Office for National Statistics. Deaths by vaccination status, England, 1st January 2021 to 31st May 2022, which can be accessed on the ONS site. For those that say this is nonsense. Percentage of COVID-19 deaths by vaccination status in England. Now look at that. Unvaccinated. Green just over 10% vaccinated um, about yeah, 85% or so. And and that's January, February, less for the unvaccinated March, less for the unvaccinated April, less for the unvaccinated May, less for the unvaccinated, which means that every single month in a row, we see a higher increase in deaths for the injected. Newborn baby deaths are at critical levels and birth rates are falling. Of course, and we've gone into this before as well, and you could see the increase in uh, in in deaths per one thousand live births in places like Scotland. It's absolutely tragic. It, it it really like we know that the governments 
in getting approval for this injection, including Pfizer as well, knew, and it was in their documents that it was killing children. It was causing mothers to be unable to give give birth. And when they did give birth, their children had all sorts of issues. They knew that. But they hid that information until after they were approved because they wanted to be approved, which they would have been anyway because we know how evil our governments are, but nonetheless. So we have so many examples of you know deaths among infants and the increase. We could go into that all day. But uh, I'm going on to the next headline here. COVID-19 vaccination increases the risk of suffering a miscarriage by at least 1,517%. Oh, my goodness. 4,113 fetal deaths following COVID-19 vaccine 17 months time period. It is absolutely tragic. Um, number of miscarriages suffered as an adverse reaction per 1 million doses administered. You have like 0. Uh, 1% or 1.5% um, for flu vaccines, which are really terrible. So don't make me, don't look at it like, you know, the, the flu shots aren't that bad. Every vaccine's bad. But look at COVID-19 vaccines. It's like 2.15 per 1 million doses administered. Um, now, what they don't mention here is the amount of women in the study, um, in the Pfizer study, in the documents, it showed that 98% of women had miscarriages, and then it was like almost 100% of mice had miscarriages in, in the same situation. And they also don't mention the fact that people are just unable to get pregnant in the first place after taking this injection. Let's continue on here. It says... COVID-19 vaccination increases the risk of developing cancer. Well, we know that. And again, my friends, we have rncstore.com in the description. I urge people to check that out, but there's solutions for that. But it says, the following chart shows a number of adverse events related to cancer reported to the Centers for Disease Control, CDC, in the U.S. against the flu vaccines 2008 to 2020 and the COVID-19 vaccines December 2020 to August 2022. And... You see flu vaccines, 64. You see COVID-19 vaccines, 2,579. Wow. The data has been extracted from the CDC Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System found on their website. Uh, VAERS, um, whilst shocking, the above doesn't properly represent the severity of the situation. According to Our World and Data, as of 9th August 2022, 606 million doses of the COVID-19 vaccines had been administered in the United States. This means... There have been actually nearly three times as many uh, flu vaccines administered between 2008 and 2020 than COVID-19 injections since the end of 2020, let alone all of the other vaccines that have been administered. Based on the above numbers provided by the CDC, the numbers of adverse events related to cancer reported per 100,000 doses of flu vaccine administered equates to just 0.0003 per 100,000 dose. But the number of adverse events related to cancer reported per 100,000 doses of the COVID-19 vaccine administered equates to 0.43 per 100,000 doses. And there's definitely a massive increase compared to that. That is just scratching the iceberg. And we see like a, in some cases, 5,000% increases in cancer. It's much more than 0.43. But nonetheless, it says this means COVID-19 vaccination is 
1,433.33 times more likely to cause cancer than flu vaccination, suggesting it elevates the risk of cancer, and there is scientific evidence to explain how this can occur. The uh, homologous recombination uh, DNA repair pathways is one of the mechanisms that the body uses to stop your cells from turning cancerous in response to environmental stress. And in October 2021, two revered scientists called Zhang and Mei had a paper published after peer review in MDPI showing that the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein obliterated the DNA repair mechanism in uh, lymphocytes. The viral spike protein was so toxic to this pathway that it knocked 90% of it out. If the whole spike protein got into the nucleus in the ovaries and enough of it was produced and hung around long enough before the body was able to get rid of it all, it would cause cancer. Fortunately, in the case of natural infection, which doesn't even exist, it's just an illness, this is unlikely to occur. But the experimental mRNA vaccines induce spike protein to be produced in and around the cell nucleus and occurs for at least 60 days and almost certainly longer. I personally know of uh, two or no three people within the first two weeks of getting injected that died from cancer, just blew up. One of them was in remission, or two of them were in remission. One had no cancer diagnosis at all and had been checked recently and had nothing, and then gets an injection, and immediately she has a grapefruit-sized tumor. This is something that's been all too common. So when we see the numbers that were even given with that, it is barely scratching the surface, my friends, barely scratching the surface. But continuing on, they talk about depopulation. We already know about that. 90% of COVID-19 vaccinated pregnant women lost their baby, but your government and medicine regulators chose to ignore the data. So they're showing a lot of the past headlines of, uh, you know, of the expose, which by the way, if you haven't checked out expose-news.com, you should. They have amazing data on all this stuff and go above and beyond compared to basically anyone else in compiling that data. As you can see, it's an enormous undertaking to put this one thing together showing known outcomes of pregnancies exposed to Pfizer COVID-19 injection prior to February 2021. Um, Just spontaneous abortions. You see the red there, 23. Just insane. Pfizer and uh, medicine regulators hit dangers of COVID-19 vaccination during pregnancy due to animal study finding an increased birth risk of birth defects and infertility. Kind of noted that earlier. And you could see in the documents, the Pfizer documents, there um and then of course you know there's so much that came out of the pfizer documents and they're constantly being dumped and no one really seems to want to talk about it everyone's moving on to the next thing my current thing it says here confidential pfizer documents reveal the covid19 vaccine accumulates in the ovaries now cases of ovarian cancer are at an all-time high i'm seeing so many cases of ovarian cancer and so many cases of breast cancer again my friends rnc store Get those apricot seeds linked in the description. I'm not trying to be shameless here. I'm just trying to, it it could save lives. It's very important that people understand this. It says, uh, you know, below here shows you ovary statistics here going from uh, pharmacokinetics, rather. Uh, The organ distribution continued uh, shows ovaries versus muscle, lymph node, um, you know, uh, pituitary glands, etc., and it no doubt shows a massive increase. Uh, it says, in the first 15 minutes following injection of Pfizer jab, researchers found that the total lipid concentration in the ovaries measured 0.104 milliliters. This then increased to 
1.34 milliliters after one hour, 2.34 milliliters after four hours, and then 12.3 milliliters after four hours. The scientists, however, did not uh, conduct any further research on the accumulation after a period of 48 hours, so we simply don't know whether that concerning accumulation continued. But official UK data uh, published by the Public Health Scotland, um, which can be found on their site, of course, they always say, you know, they have links on these um, articles often. It says, offers some concerning clues as to the consequences of that accumulation in the ovaries. Figures for the number of individuals suffering from ovarian cancer show that the known trend in 2021 was significantly higher than 2020 and the 2017 to 2019 average. Without a doubt, there's a huge difference. My goodness. It says the above chart shows up to June 2021, but the charts found on Public Health Scotland's dashboard now show figures all the way up to December 2021 um, and uh, unfortunately reveal that the gap was, has widened even further with the number of women suffering ovarian cancer increasing significantly. Shows here confidential Pfizer documents reveal evidence of autoimmune disease and vaccine-associated enhanced disease, but your government and medicine regulators chose to ignore it. Uh, the you know, here's what Pfizer revealed to the FDA in regard to the vaccine-associated enhanced disease in full. And they wrote this whole um, piece of paperwork here. And it says Pfizer writes in the description section that an expected rate of VAED is difficult to establish, so a meaningful observed expected analysis cannot be conducted at this point based on available data. The feasibility of conducting such an analysis will be reevaluated on an ongoing basis as data on the virus grows and the vaccine safety data continues to accrue. Considering the fact this document was approved on 30th April 2021 and based on data on adverse reactions received up to 28th February 2021, this sentence should concern even the most loyal pharmaceutical worshippers. In the UK, the Pfizer jab was granted emergency use authorization on the 8th of December 2020 and the first injection was administered the following day. By, by, By the way, to a guy named William Shakespeare who then died. By, yes, his name was really William Shakespeare. Um, by April 2021, five months later, Pfizer was admitting that it did not have a clue of if its COVID-19 injections caused VAED uh, and that they will only know once they have more data. This confirms in black and white that the general public has been taking part in possibly the largest experiment ever conducted and its experiment that has uh, select few, made a select few extremely rich. Pfizer continues in the description section to state, since the first temporary authorization for emergency supply under Regulation 174 in the UK, 1st December 2020, and through 28th February 2021, 138 cases, 0.33% of the total PM data set, reporting 317 potentially relevant events were retrieved. What Pfizer is admitting here is that up to 28th February 2021, 138 people had reported adverse events that were were markers of uh, vaccine-associated enhanced disease. Now, I know someone that died before that, by the way, my friends, and, um, you know, it was never counted. The vast majority of these things are never counted. Expect maybe at the most 1% or 2% to be actually counted. Nowadays, with more awareness, maybe up to even as much as 5%, but that that's pushing it as well. According to Pfizer, um, those 138 cases reported 317 VAED-relevant events, including 71 incidents in the UK, 25 incidents in the USA, 14 incidents in Germany, 16 incidents in France, Italy, Mexico, and Spain for each, uh, three incidents in Denmark, and nine incidents from nine different countries. 
Of the 138 cases, 71 were deemed medically significant, of which eight were left with serious disabilities. Non-fatal, non-life-threatening hospitalizations was required for 17 or 16 cases, rather, of which one was left with serious disabilities. 17 cases were deemed life-threatening, of which seven were deemed serious for hospitalization, and 38 cases resulted in death. At the time of the report, which was based on data submitted uh, up to the end of February 2021, apart from the 38 cases that were known to have resulted in death at the time, just a further 26 cases. Cases were listed as resolved, with 65 not resolved, one resolved with uh, sequelae, and eight uh, with unknown outcomes. And and by the way, I'm going to skip through most of this because this is old, but this increased so much. We know every year there's a massive increase in excess death versus the last year, 2022 versus 2021. Way more people got injected in 2021 than 2022, which means that it's increasing. And when we see what happened in 2023... We're going to get a better image of what exactly the outcome has been of all of this. The uh, autoimmune diseases, the cancer, the brain issues, the hemorrhages, the strokes, the sudden death, sudden adult death syndrome, the turbo cancer, um, you know, these insane illnesses. Uh, what, what was Celine Dion's again? It's like human statue syndrome or something where she cannot move. She's slowly turning into a statue. Like, uh, have you heard of these things before these injections came out? It's just absolutely insane. And pericarditis stats, all that kind of stuff are coming out. Confidential Pfizer document reveals tens of thousands of reported adverse events and thousands of deaths in the first 20, uh, 90 days of the COVID-19 vaccine rollout. So we're talking tens of thousands in the first 90 days. Now, it's worth pointing out that some estimates put it already at over 100 million people worldwide dead because of the injection. And people will say, well, a lot of them were sick anyway. Look, it brings the premorbidities to the front. So if you would have died 25 years from now from this heart issue or from this, from this cancer or whatever it might be because you weren't taking care of yourself in one way or another, then it gets brought to the very near future because your body has no way of, of fighting back against it. These injections have riddled people's heart with infection, with, uh, with, with you know, obviously inflammation, with no way for their cells to actually fight back. Same with cancer, same with stroke, same with all these blood clots. It's absolutely evil. And, you know, I'm getting sick of going through all these things on this website because there's just so much. But, you you know, you get the idea. The government knew it would happen. The government knew that it was part of a eugenics operation. That's why they got the injections ready before 2020 even came along. And remember... January 22nd, 2020, I did my first video on SARS-CoV-2, the, the fake SARS-CoV-2, the hoax, where I said, and I warned at that time, they're going to come in with injections, vaccine passports, are going to lock you down. Remember, this is two days before China even locked down. People call me crazy. Well, this is all going to increase dramatically. We're going to see easily minimum, bare minimum, 600 million people die from this, and I actually expect it to be much higher than that, but I'm trying to be conservative with it. And with that said, it's all part of a litmus test for something much more sinister. And that would be the CBDCs, Cashless Society, massive, massive vaccine passes, you know, pushed by the World Health Organization worldwide through your bank accounts, attached to carbon credits, social credits, all those things, your um, ability to move around in a 15-minute city. As we see a currency collapse happen and then order out of chaos comes in and then they bring in the BRICS World Reserve Currency System, which is a central bank digital currency. And it's tied to smart meters on your house to tell the government how much electricity, gas, or water you use on a daily basis. 
in order to determine how much food you're allowed to be rationed based on your carbon credit score, which they've already in- implemented in many banking apps. And Professor Susan Mitchie, who was involved hugely in the UK uh, in the COVID propaganda, is now involved in developing carbon credits for bank accounts. Heed the warning, my friends. This is all part of a roller coaster ride into tyranny as they build a tower of Babel and it, 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 they wanted to come down on their heads eventually because they know it will eventually collapse. So they're trying to get as much done as possible right now. This isn't about money. This isn't about profit. That's a temporary thing that helps them weaken the public and push them into poverty and push them into dependence and, and, and fear. The, 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 you know, what they're trying to get at isn't even just power. That's also temporary. This is spiritual. This is a massive human sacrifice. And we're seeing it across the board. And every single day, we get more and more information that proves our point. But okay, we've proven our point. What now? How do you deal with the system? How do you get out of the system? Well, withdraw yourself from the system. Don't depend on the system. Depend, be independent. Be, be dependent on yourself and no one else. Um, stand for yourself. Stand for your family. Grow your own food. Food, water, shelter, self-defense. You're not gathering things for the toughest guy on the block. And of course... You know, withdrawing yourself from this, the, the banking system as much as possible is obviously important. Having physical gold and silver, and we have that Kirk Elliott link uh, in the description. Having um, Epic Cash or other privacy coins. Uh, and again, I'm not paid by Epic Cash, but I support what they do. You can find them on Epic Cash Community on Telegram to be able to encrypt, be encrypted and, and move away from this system of surveillance and CBDCs and technocracy which has all been planned all along as they bring in war with China and demoralize children and destroy the economy to bring in a new currency system and then destroy the supply chain and destroy the energy grid all on purpose while mass murdering the public and bringing in World Health Organization treaties to force everyone into new vaccines as they fearmonger about new illnesses that kill 50% of people that just happen to be spread by mosquitoes that just happen to be in the same places that Bill Gates just released a bunch of GMO um, vaccine mosquitoes. I mean, it's, it's so frustrating that it even needs to be explained at this point. And most of you already know this. I'm not talking down to anyone here. But, I mean, we have reached the end of the line, my friends. And that means for the civilization anyway. Trans kids, world war, economic over, overhaul, a new world order, mass eugenics operations. It's pretty obvious. And the starvation of humanity, which is coming up on the horizon, using the litmus test of the vaccine passports of zero COVID policies to bring in zero carb- uh, carbon policies, which are 15-minute cities, which I just did a... I'm, I'm working on a documentary on. So if you want to donate to that at the gogetfunding.com campaign in the description, I appreciate it. But we're coming to that end point. And so the solution, if there's a war on humanity, the solution is to be more human, be more empathetic, be more conscious, be more responsible that is a basis of humanity and freedom it's synonymous so we need to withdraw from the system we need to be more healthy which i'm not not always good at doing myself but it's important and we as individuals need to stand for ourselves and our families and get prepared today and that's why i always urge people you know when we have a huge cancer epidemic well gee i wonder what we could do about it well there's countless examples of potential cures for cancer and I've interviewed Dr. John Richardson, son John Richardson Jr. many, many times. Check out rncstore.com, Richardson Nutritional Center. Your source for Laetril Online, made famous by G. Edward Griffin's book, World Without Cancer. Get your apricot seeds, Laetril, amygdalin, and vitamin B17 there. And there's so much more. And we have a lot to announce on that later. We have solutions. Heavensharvest.com for long-term storable foods that are non-GMO, heirloom seeds, water filtration and storage, books on how to get started. Use code WAM, W-A-M, and you get free shipping on much of those products in the United States, and even if you don't qualify for free shipping, I still urge you 
to use code WAM. Again, this can keep you alive, keep us alive at the same time. But most importantly, it allows you to evade the dependent system of the Great Reset, which involves eugenics, which involves mRNA-infused foods, which involves the continuation of what we saw with the COVID bullshit. It's all part of the same storyline. It isn't over. It's just begun. doesn't mean we're doomed. We're not doomed if we take these things into our own hands. We have Lion Energy. So, hey, we got, you know, solar panels, uh, lithium battery, solar generators, all these things, power banks that can help you in the winter or the summer when they shut down your electricity. Remember, we already have stories coming out about Texas. The Texas Power Grid asked customers to cut electricity use as blistering heat wave scorches the south. It's all conditioning, my friends. So we have options over at Lion Energy linked in the description. We have KirkElliottPhD.com slash wham where you could buy physical gold and silver or turn it over in IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, checking savings or brokerage accounts. Get a whole bunch of free special reports with it. Talk with him personally. He's the author of 11 books. He is a double PhD. I really urge you to sign up for that phone call today. And of course, finally, make sure to check out the link for Iconic where you can get an extended 10-day free trial for their network. Amazing stuff that they're doing there. News network, um, documentaries, etc. So check that out in the description. People say, oh, there's all these ads. And you know, the, at the end of the day, people like to be angry, but they don't want solutions. And I think it's important to say, here are a bunch of solutions. If you don't like it, then take a hike, whatever it might be. It's fine. You have your own way of doing it. Fine. I don't care. But I think it's important. If we're going to talk about these scary things, which are kind of scary, we need to understand that it doesn't need to be scary. There's solutions. There's ways that we can get above and beyond this absolute tyranny. And it's all in preparation. It's a basis of humanity, independence, self-sustainability. And that's how we got here in the first place. But we were so good at creating things because, you know, hard times create str- uh, strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. Weak men create hard times. We're between weak men and hard times right now. Um, you know, people were so good from the hard times creating the strong men in the past that we built up this civilization and then it fell into complete tyranny and disarray because people got dependent. They, you know, they offloaded their responsibilities on the government, on technology, they became basically transhumanists and, um, you know, tyranny comes under the guise of convenience and that's how it's all kind of toppled down. So if I, if I say like, look, here's a whole bunch of problems that are affecting mankind today. Don't just be angry about the things. Look at the solutions I'm just trying to provide and, or just go somewhere else and get the same thing from someone else. It doesn't matter to me. I barely make anything off of it. I am totally bankrupt. But with that said, this is about providing solutions to these problems so that we can overcome the Great Reset. When the Tower of Babel falls, it doesn't fall on our head. And we get to build a bright, beautiful new civilization from the ashes of the Tower of Babel. We have a beautiful future in front of us. Good overcomes evil eventually, my friend. So anyway, I appreciate everyone watching today. Make sure to check those links in the description. And of course, I urge people, if you want to help support us, we have that uh, gogetfunding.com campaign in the description to help us fund our 15-minute city documentary. It costs about $10,000 plus all the licensing and all that kind of stuff. Not just travel, it's the licensing um, to get this up and running. We've gotten about $2,675 so far donated. So thank God for all of you that have done that. Um, we're still behind dramatically and we really need to make sure that this documentary comes out and we have you know, people in it like David Icke. We have activists. We have a lot of big names that we're, we're not going to announce yet. But it's very important to get on this before they revise history. So if you want to help support us, we have the GoGetFunding.com campaign, Patreon, Subscribestar. We have 
um, a Bitcoin address. We have a Cointree link with a bunch of different cryptocurrencies that you could donate in, including privacy coins. We have an epic fund me campaign in the description where you could donate an epic cash privacy coin based on the Mimble Wimble protocol, which I mentioned earlier. And of course, we have a Teespring store. You can find our newsletter, www.imbanned.com. Takes two seconds to sign up for that um, with your email. And of course, um, we are on uh, Rockfin, Band.video, Telegram, Odyssey, Rumble, and Brighteon at World Alternative Media. We're on Hive, Steemit, and Vigilante.tv at, at Josh Sigurdsson. And we're on the bad guys, TikTok and Instagram, World Alternative Media. Twitter and Getter at, at World Alt Media. We are now banned from Spotify, not surprising at all. Um, but you can find us on still on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc. For the time being, anyway. This video might actually end that. Very long video, by the way. I'm up to 48 minutes here, so I, I got to close this off. It always happens this way when we get into the vaccine-related studies because there's just so much. There's so much. But anyway, we have some really exciting stuff coming up for you guys shortly. I urge you to hit that like button, share on social media, hit the notification bell, and hit subscribe if you have not yet already. Um, live by example, my friends. Live freely always. This is Josh Sigurdsson signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth, be the change.